Yo, 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 what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the Braden Wait Room Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie. Braden? Jay? I was debating on whether putting QB Willie in there or not, but um, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't feel like it was appropriate to switch things up yet. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we normally do an intro, but this episode I was like, you know what? We might as well just go ahead and rip the bandaid off and like get things pushing along. So uh, without wasting any time, we're just gonna get straight into the content we all want to hear about. I decided personally not to ask Braden any questions before we got on. So this conversation is truly raw this time around. Not that it normally isn't, but I felt like this one should be a little bit more direct from uh, the MVP himself, I think, on the offensive side of the football. Before we get into the show, this episode of The Pod is presented by Plainview Legal Group. For the last couple of weeks, you've heard us talk all about Plainview Legal and their expertise in property law and protecting land rights of the people of Oklahoma. Well, they are way more than even that. Plainview Legal Group also handles estate planning and probate, from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys negotiate, draft, review, and litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. Haley and Travis Dennis are kind of like dual-threat quarterbacks. You know, they're cool, calm, and collected in very, very tricky situations. All you has produced dual-threat quarterbacks like Kyler, Jay Hurts, and we could even throw in Baker. They also produce dual-threat lawyers, Haley and Travis Dennis. They are both OU alums and have five degrees between them. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com or give them a call at 405-310-0183 or even email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Big thanks to our presenting sponsor, Plainview Legal Group. Clarity when you need it. Please see show notes for disclaimer information. Um. Uh, anyways, it's a team sport, Brandon. So, um. I know, yes, this weekend was a lot, right? So it would be unfair for me to even ask you, what do you think? Because I'm sure you, you you think a lot. But just going from the beginning of the day, I, I know you want to move on. I know you, you, you want to put it in the past. And I know you guys have probably already talked about it all day today. But um, just, just tell me a little bit of how you felt pregame. What was the atmosphere like? Uh, just let the fans know what what all was going on down there. Yeah, man, you know, the uh, Texas game atmosphere, man, it's, you know, it's it's unlike uh, anything, like I said, you'll ever play in, man. And it, it, you know, it never fails, you know, to live up to that hype. And, uh, you know, the atmosphere was there. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, I told you, you know, uh, when you're a captain, you know, walking out that tunnel kind of feels a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad I got to get that experience to be, you know, a captain for that game, you know, in a, in a city where I, you know, I went to church literally 
literally four minutes away from that stadium, you know, five, like four or five minutes away from that stadium, literally uh, right around the corner from that stadium. You know, I have family over there. Uh, my mom's from Dallas, you know. So, you know, in a game of that magnitude, in a game that means, you know, so much to me, you know, uh, it, it was a blessing to be able to be captain in that game and, you know, go out there and go to the 50 and all that, man. It, it, you know, it's a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what all this work that we do, you know, for years upon years, this is what we hope, you know, it pays off to, you know, so I was extremely happy, you know, about that. And uh, like I said, man, the atmosphere was great, man. I, I was feeling great. I felt good. And uh, yeah. Can you tell me, tell me a little bit more about how it felt specifically when you were walking from the sideline to the middle of the field? Because I saw you there in the front and I'm, you were the speaking captain, right? Yep. Yeah. They did the same thing with me last year. And I remember being in that position, looking around like this isn't real. Like this, there, there is no way that 10 human beings get to be surrounded by over 95,000 people. Right. Like, they, like it doesn't even feel like you deserve to be there. Like, you, it, like I don't even like what, tell, tell me what you think about it because I'm, I'm speechless even when I think about it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it's exactly what you said, man. It almost feels like in that moment. And I will tell you, I had a couple moments like that during that game, but it does feel like in that moment, almost like, man, what did I do to deserve here? Like, I'm not really supposed to be here, man. You know, this, this is a blessing, you know, all things, you know, to my Lord and my savior, you know, because like, man, it's just, it's kind of surreal, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, like you said, though, it, it just almost feels fake in a sense. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just really weird. And it's a it's a it's a type of uh, feeling that you couldn't really describe to someone that hasn't been in it. You know, you can describe yeah. it to someone and you could give them a kind of feel, but they are never truly know how that feels until they actually do it. All right. And then if someone, you know, were to, you were to describe that to someone, they wouldn't and then understand. They would go through it. They would go through it for themselves. They'd be like, whoa, like, I, I know yeah. you tried to describe it the best you can, but, like, that was, like, totally different. You know right. what I'm saying? But they'll be like, I, I feel you, though. I don't know how to explain it myself, but, you know. Yeah. I remember I remember watching you walk out in the front, and I was sitting there, like, just, man, like, I, I felt so grateful to see you out there and know that I could do the same thing. Cause while I was watching you, like, yeah, I was watching you as my friend, but I was also watching you as a player in a yeah. sense, like it, for a second, I didn't even know you. And, and when I looked out there, I was like, yo, like that number nine looks locked in. And then in the back of my head, I'm like having a conversation with myself. I'm like, yo, like that was just you. <laughs> yeah. So wa- watching you, I, I admired you, especially pregame because um, this, whole year like whenever i look at you especially like the big plays you make and and, and those type of moments i'm like man like there there's me out there so um moving on to the game uh, i'm not gonna ask you about 
each individual series or anything like that. But uh, let's let's focus on your perspective, bro, because I, I don't know if you've seen on social media, a lot of people have been low-key, like, just giving you your props. Like, we all saw the effort that you put into this game, bro. Like, I, I, I know as a captain and as an old head, like, you're – you're probably gonna be like, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was, what was that? That's kind of cool, Alex. Uh, Alex with the dramatic effect there, but I, I, I know you're, you're probably gonna be like, yeah, you know, like you know, like you did your thing, but we didn't win, and we got to be better. But bro, like I, 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 I wouldn't be a good friend. I wouldn't be. Uh, 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 even better. Per- I, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't t- give you your flowers and say like, "Bro, you played a hell of a game," and we all saw it. So, uh, you don't even have to respond. Like, I already, we all know what you're about to say. So, when you let's let's just skip to the part when you started running the wildcat because I mm. I, I made the tweet. I was like, I am speechless. And then later on in the day, people started referencing the game and in, in, in the outcome of the game. But when I when I right. made that tweet, I was talking about you. Cause mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't talk about this. I got people in the stands like, yo, Jay Hall, did you know anything about this? Alex is texting me like what is going on? People trying to call I'm <laughs> like, bro, I don't have the answers, guys. Like I'm I'm not asking this kid for for the call sheet every single week, you know? So I was matter of fact, I'll tell you I'll tell you my perspective real quick, right? So I was in line um i think texas had just scored so my i had i wanted here i'm trying to remember i wanted to go to the bathroom and come back up really quick and then i got out the bathroom my friend was like jay hall will you will you wait in line with me for some waters reluctantly reluctantly i was like yeah sure i guess but um i was watching the game through the tv and next thing you know the the crowd starts roaring. I look up. I see you running the ball. I, I missed the initial part of the play. And then I run out into the stadium. I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? And then people around me are like, Jay Hall. And I'm like, what is going on? Then I see you back there again. I'm like, this can't be real. Like, what, what, what's going on? So so what did you I'm, – I'm completely jealous because I never got that opportunity the entire year, let alone in the freaking Cotton Bowl, bro. So I guess – I guess you being at QB in high school was a real thing. I never believed it, but I, I, <laughs> I damn sure do now. Like, bro, what were you thinking? What was going on? Yeah, man, it was um like okay, you know how we were saying the the coin toss was one of those surreal moments. Yeah, the other surreal moment for me that almost felt fake was being at a quarterback in the Cotton Bowl. There was one time I can imagine. <laughs> there was one time. I was I was standing back there and yeah. or we were we were this is what wasn't even like the first drive or nothing like this. This was just a random drive that we had went into it. And mm-hmm. you know, the crowd was at our back or the Texas crowd, we were on the Texas side of the field, and the crowd was on my back and it was rocking. I mean, they were right. loud. And I'm over there having to give the calls to the linemen, make sure they heard it, everything like that. And I would go get back and I'm about to snap the ball and for a split second I'm like, wow. I'm really playing quarterback right now. Huh. And then I snapped the ball. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> like, you know, um, but that, you know, that's kind of what went on through my head. And like you said, you know what I'm going to say. Um, I wish I could have did more. You know, yeah. I wish I could have been a better leader. And, you know, 
all that other stuff. But I will say that was a, a surreal moment. And I, I don't think I'll ever forget that moment, you know. No. I won't let you forget. I I will talk about it till the day that you die. Until <laughs> as long as I can, I'll I'll tell the story about how I jumped over somebody and in, in in the Texas game, and then you'll be right there next to me, and then you'll be like, "But did you play quarterback though?" And I'll be like, "No, Brandon." And you'll never let me live it down. So, um, yeah, I, I'll make sure that um, this story is continued for the ages. Even I don't, regardless of the outcome. So. Uh, that was super cool to see. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, from a, a fan's point of view, um, once you, I think y'all had gone down what a touchdown or two before y'all uh, did we that. We were down. We were down a touchdown because the yeah. first drive we went regular. Uh, we didn't score. Defense got a three and out, or not a three and out, but they got a turnover on downs. They punted. Yeah. Um, we got the ball. We didn't score the first drive. Then they went down and scored the second drive. And so we, the second drive, we were, you know, going down trying to score. Yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I thought it was, I thought it was a smart move, honestly, because if you know you are at a disadvantage with any position, you have to find a way to get the best players the ball to win the game. Like that is the only chance you get. And I I remember I know I know I talk about Lincoln a lot. Um I don't know if our our listeners can tell I still somewhat admire Lincoln, although whatever I know we're, we're I'm talking about the past year, but uh these are some key things that I picked away. Lincoln would always not always, but he would try and you know create small plays that would allow his players to get the ball in space and just let them do what they do. Right. So a prime example would be, um, shoot, what was the name of the play? But basically when we had Hollywood Brown run down the line of scrimmage and, uh, all the receivers would either run verticals or go block for him. Right. That was just a, a basic play to get our best player, the ball, you know, it, it didn't take much. So, when I saw Levy actually take the chance and switch things up, I'm like, yo, like, why not? <laughs> you yeah. know, from from my perspective, you know, we're we're what, three and two. You know, we we had we have a guy who knows the offense, who's trustworthy, who can carry the ball, who sees the field well. Why not? You know, I I, I like the the Wildcat. Honestly, I think we should have I think we should have stuck with it. You know, I, I don't know how you feel, and I I never want to speak for you, but I think we should have just kept you back there the entire game. Like I, 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 I think it. If I could go back and change some some things offensively, um, not necessarily the play calling. I, I I like the play calling. Like they, mm -hmm. you guys ran it all the way down the field. You stuck with what worked for the most part. Um, honestly, although we were down early on, I. I was like, y'all are still, y'all had no reason to have your head down because you had drove down the field like two or three times. You know, you take never, the interception. In the first half, I never felt down. It was yeah, down like, 21-0, and I'm over there on the sideline spazzing because at this point it really should be like 14-7 us. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't even feel like we were down 21-0 because we had moved the ball so effortlessly down the field, you know, two out of the first three drives. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, 
it is it's disappointing and I agree with you. I mean, I'm never gonna, you know, single out a, a play caller or a coach or nothing like that. And I have nothing bad to say about my coaches. I love my coaches dearly. Right. And right. I would do anything for them. But um I do wish that they would have let me like lay it all out on out there on the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would have left it all out there on that field. And I think anybody that knows me truly knows that I really would have, you know what I'm saying? I would have let it all left it all out there. Anybody that knows me truly knows that I like, like it might be dramatic, but I, I die on that field. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just wish that I had more of a room to impact the game. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, that that's, you know, especially in that game, like I said, it hurts. I don't, yeah. I don't like losing at like, all. Just I give- absolutely I absolutely hate losing. Like yeah. anybody in my family knows this. Like when I lose, don't text me, don't call me, don't nothing yeah. me. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to be around nobody. I am a horrible, I am a horrible, horrible, like sore loser. I'm the worst loser ever. I hate losing. Like I hate losing more than I like winning. You know what I'm saying? I win. Okay, yeah. cool. But at, at least I didn't lose. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. lose and it messes up my whole week. And so that being that that being said, on top of losing to them folks, and in the fact in the the fashion that we did, I feel you. It hurts. I, I, I know. You know, it hurts. I oh, I can't even say I know. I can. I can. And in my last, in my last one too. After the game, yeah. I just kind of just stood out there. You know, watched them celebrate, run around the field like that should have been me. You know, um, see them you know, get the gold hat and everything like that. I was like, just kind of took it in for, you know, kind of took in a moment because that was like my last one, you know. So it hurt, but, you know, on, you know, on to the next one. We got a ranked opponent coming in here next, or not next week, this week, I guess, at this point. And, um, you know, they're a good team and they're going to require our best as well, you know what I'm saying, to get back on the right path. So, you know, like we always say, can't unscramble scrambled eggs and, you know, got to move on. I don't think any coach goes into a game honestly thinking about these situations. Like I, I, I think coaches, most coaches are like most players, right? You don't, you, you, you prepare as much as you can, but you never expect to be put in a, a situation such as the one that you guys placed this weekend where absolutely nothing is going your way, you know, cause normally right. you, you expect some type of quality loss at the minimum. And I, like you said, I, I, I don't want the, the fans to confuse the fact that you wish you could have just rolled out at quarterback the rest of the play. Cause honestly, I think the rest of the fans, well, well, in terms of a selfish way, you know, that, that you don't right. have no, faith not, in your you know, coach's play yeah. calling. Yeah, like, right. on, as a player, like, it, it, it could have been, like, that. there is always something that I wish I, I, I could have done more. You know, I look back at the Oklahoma State game last year, and I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I, I wish I could have been running the football. You know, everybody wishes, especially as a player, that they could have done more at some point right. because a, a loss never hurts. You know, um, to add on to the game, if there were two things, like I said, I wish you got the ball a little bit more. 
And uh, I wish you guys got Marvin in the mix a little yeah. bit more. Um, I could tell that he was frustrated because he was open downfield uh, a, a decent amount of times. And um, it's hard, man. It's 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 hard to to just magically make make one happen, and, you know, especially when you're dealing with a quarterback who's not experienced in the system and is likely nervous, <laughs> you know. Um, there, there could be a whole lot of excuses, but my main thing is to say um, uh, Marvin Mims, is, man, I wish I could have saw a little bit more of him, but uh, I won't drag on that much more. Um, honestly, I, I don't even want to talk about the negatives of the, of the game. Like, I, I'll i leave that up to, to, to everyone else on social media because if you're listening to our podcast for a solution, then – you're listening to to the to the to the wrong podcast. You know, I I'll, I'll I'll break things down. You know, I I could even do a bullfrog breakdown, but for me to tell you exactly what all the, what all is going on in that building, you know, nobody has the right answer for that. Braden can't magically come up with something that'll that'll make you feel better about a team that honestly we're fans, but we don't play for. So uh, right. let's let the system figure it out as they were hired to do. You know, they weren't only hired as football coaches, but they were hired to raise young men. They were hired to perform well as a program. And while I get it, we all want things to be perfect and dandy. Um, It's not always that way. So what I think we can do from a fan's perspective is – Shoot, be grateful and support our young men, you know, because now more than ever, it is important to look at Braden. It is important to look at the rest of the guys as people. Let's not forget these are people. So people see tweets. People see the words that you put on social media. People can feel the vibe that you're putting out there, and that affects people's day. That affects people's emotions. That affects how they perform on the field that affects their grades. So although it was bad, let's not forget these are 18 to 22 years old. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you they did not want to put up a goose egg yesterday. I, I can, I can get gate Braden. You, you thought you guys would at least score yesterday, right? At minimum. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. it's not like you go out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Braden himself is expecting at least one touchdown for himself a game, you know, let yeah. alone the team. <laughs> Am I wrong, Braden? I'm expecting to win every time I touch the field, you know, exactly. and whatever I have to do to do that. If that means I got to score four times a game, like, if it comes down to that, then yeah. But yeah, no, absolutely. Nobody goes out there and just lays down. That's not what we're about, you know. That's never, like, you know, I've I've seen a lot of that. And I think that is so far from the truth. Like, we didn't go out there and lay down. You know what I'm saying? And then if you go back and look at it, man, you know, I went back and watched the game. And, boy, it'd be hard to watch these games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, But I went back and watched it a little bit. And, you know, it, it's funny. We say the same thing every week, right? And there's a All couple right. plays in this game where if we make, you know what I'm saying, the fourth and one, you know what I'm saying? The third and one, the 
you know, we're on the 15 yard line and that, that, that conversion, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a little place we make, if we make those plays, you know what I'm saying? The two out of the three drives of the first, you know, drives, we're talking about a completely different ball game. Momentum right. shifted. Defense has some energy, some life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking about a whole different ball game. We're talking about a, a dog fight at that point. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it like like you said, I don't I don't have the answers, but I, I don't do think, think I don't think it'd be fair to even ask you <laughs> to yeah. have the answers, bro. Because I I like I remember being in your shoes trying to come up with the answers. And then after reflection, after the season was over with, you know, it's I, I learned. I told myself, I said, hey, you know what? It is my responsibility to lead the team. It is the right. coach's responsibility to force me to reflect and point us in the direct in the right direction. So um, I'm telling you how I feel. You can take that as is. But I, I hope you don't feel like it's your responsibility to, to uh, find the end-all, be-all solution. You know, you take what yeah. you're – you're being well. I mean, you're all. It's also your job to lead. You know, don't get me wrong, but um, I I hope those who are listening understand what I'm trying to get at because I can't even describe it uh, perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, no doubt. You know, it, but it, you know, it's hard. And like you know, and I know at times you felt it. It's like you you feel like you do have that responsibility. You know. So, but yeah. I think that regardless of the fact, um. You know, I did. I do think out of anybody, if anybody was to be put in this situation, I do think it it should be me. And I'm gonna continue to lead these boys. You know, to the best of my ability. I think I'm the right person for the job. You know, to turn this thing around. And uh, you know, what I'm saying we're just gonna keep on chipping away with it. Like my parents used to say, this saying, man, I'm gonna talk to him blue in the face. I'm gonna talk to him blue in the face. I don't got no other. <laughs> like I don't have no more time you know what i'm saying right. like I, I don't have room to hold anything back like it's like you know what i'm saying might as well talk to i'm blue in the face i only got a couple more months of doing it as the leader of this mm -hmm. football team you know what i'm saying and last well, year like, i last a lot of things i and the fans i'm sure all agree that you are the right person for the job because the right person for the job says that the right person for the job says that although things are bad, I wouldn't want it to be bad on anybody else, but me. And right. I noticed that's a quality of leadership in all great leaders. And I tried to be one of those guys, you know? So, um, I'm going to leave the Texas game alone. Um, I'd like to move on and talk a little bit more about some, some positive things. And, no um, the last thing I'll say in regards to the game was I, I'm sorry. I owe you an apology. I didn't get to stay until the end of the game because my ride and his family were all like kind of, kind of, you know, worked up about it. So, yeah, um, Jay Hall had to leave after the first five minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, I felt terrible. I was like, yo, like I got to stay. And they were like, come on, Jay Hall. I'm like, bro, like y'all know I got the podcast. So, um, maybe I need to go with a new family next year or something. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding, guys, because they do listen. Um, I, I, I love them very much. Uh, anyways, um, left a little bit early, but um, yeah, that's that's a little bit of our Texas recap, guys. We we had to do that one first because um, I don't know. I, I felt like I had to get the 
the bandage ripped off. Um, so let's start our podcast from the beginning. Brayden? Day? <laughs> Did you do anything outside of the game this weekend? Like, was there is there anything positive we can talk about? Um... Well, I, I guess I, I started looking for cars. I guess that's cool, you know. Oh, I mean, not, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because I didn't really want to buy a car at this point. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really looking to get in the, another car. I wasn't looking or wanting to look for another car. But now that I'm in a situation I am where I kind of have to, it's like, well, I you know, I – the blessing out of the matter is I get a new car out of the, yeah. you know, out of the, so I guess, you know, Hey, look, look, man, I, you know, I'm like, uh, like look at the positive type of guy and, uh, you know, that's the blessing out of all of it. You know, I get to get a new car. So I guess that was cool. Only bad thing about that is, is that my car was went to a collision repair shop in Shawnee, you know, where Creed's mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And that's like 45, 50 minutes away. And so, like, when they totaled it, uh, I I was told, like, I mean, obviously, I have to go get the stuff out of my car, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I go and I get one last look at my car, man. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, like, my baby, man, like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, and I get my stuff and I took a picture, you know, make it last longer. And, yeah. And I left, got all my stuff. I get home a couple of days go by. And then I'm like. Wait a minute. I didn't get the garage opener out of that thing. (laughs) (laughs) So so now I got to go get another garage opener and sink it to my garage and all the other stuff, man. (laughs) It's long gone now, so I can't go back and get it. And I don't want to go back and get it. That was a trek, bro. I did that on a Tuesday before practice. Like, It's never on the way there. It's always on the way back. That hurts. Man, it was tough. So, yeah, that was the only bad part about that. But, you know, like I said, the blessing is I get a new car in it, you know, so we'll just. Yeah. The blessing is also also that you're good. You're healthy. Right. No doubt. God God woke you up this morning. Man. Hey, you know, the the game didn't go how we wanted to go, but. The only thing is, is that, man, you know, my body, other than, you know, being kind of sore and bruised up and everything yeah. like that, man, my body feels good. You know what I'm saying? There's no serious injuries. You know, we're going to yeah. pray that it keeps being like that. And, you know, uh, so, you know, God is good. That is good, bro. That is good. After one of my Texas games, uh, I think what? Yeah. Two years ago, um, I left that game and went to a hospital. So. Um, don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but there are a lot of things in this world to be grateful for. No so, doubt. Um, I I am grateful right now for a friend who lives close by that is allowing me to use his Wi-Fi. So for anybody <laughs> or any one of you guys that are uh, attentive to uh, my backdrops, uh, I'm currently sitting outside. Uh, low key, my ankles are getting bit up by mosquitoes right now, but I'm sacrificing for the sake of the pod, um, for those watching on YouTube, I'm sure you see me squat at a couple things. Um, 
just rained here a few days ago and I'm out here struggling, but I'll do anything for the prairie. All right, Alex. So uh, throw a little mosquito bonus in the next check for a Jay Hall por favor. <laughs> oh, Alex with the, the new sound effects. I like it. <laughs> That's great. But, uh, man, no, I, I will say, although the game wasn't good, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I personally had a great weekend. Um, I don't want you to think I'm shoving this in your face or not, but I feel like my weekend was, was so good that I just had, I, I had to share it. So first off, um, I had my meeting or my, uh, I guess networking event, you, you would call it, uh, with, uh, Morgan Stanley. And, uh, that went well, that went well for, for two reasons. One, well, really three, one. Uh, it put me in a new environment that I had never been a part of. It was pretty much like a little cocktail hour. And it was my first time showing up to an event like this outside of my school. Like they they would have us show up at, you know, uh, the job fairs and all these other stuff. But like these are like grown people, like uh, specifically grown women too. may I throw that in there. And I was like, whoa, like this is a different scene. And it made me step up to the challenge you know like more experienced people use more experienced jargon it actually challenge challenge challenges what i know in in my field because you start getting around people who who actually know what you're talking about and right. I, I i like that you know it kind of reminded me of being back on the football field you know when you're forced to play with those who are better than you you naturally well those who are great naturally rise up to the occasion. And right. I felt like I was a different, I was in a different environment and got the opportunity to do that. Uh, made a bunch of connections. Uh, that was the second reason why I enjoyed going. And the last one, um, it, it, it made me comfortable telling my story. You know, I, I met a whole bunch of new people. Therefore it forced me to, to say, Hey, like, I just graduated from OU. I was recently cut by the Giants. Football is still my priority. However, uh, I have aspirations to run my own fund. I'm invest I'm interested in investment banking, that type of deal, and, and pitch myself over and over. And the more I did that, the more confident I got. And I actually embraced being cut, you know, because sometimes I forget very few people get a chance to go to the NFL, let alone play pro sports. So I turned the pain of these past few weeks of not getting a call. I think some people forget that sometimes when they message me and, and uh, see me at the games, they forget like, Hey, like Jay Hall is not playing football, you know, doing something that he loves. So, um, but, but anyways, it made me more comfortable telling my story. And um, I'm grateful for that because um, not many people get to do what I do. So um, the Morgan Stanley event was cool. Um, OU threw this big welcome back party for basically all the colleges at the Omni Hotel. That was fun because for the first time, I got a chance to actually talk to some of the donors, um, talk to the regents, talk to the higher-ups, all the guys that pretty much my entire college career weren't allowed to be around us due to, like, donor rules and all that type of stuff. So pretty much 
I got to meet all the people that make our program go. And right. it was fun because, you know, they, they pretty much knew my entire story. We just never had a conversation. But I will say this about that event. I re- I recognize that I was one of the only athletes there, at least young athletes, you know, not unless there was somebody older who I, I just didn't recognize. And I felt like that was a huge problem. I was like, bro, like, there's no way I can be the one of the only guys here. You know, right. this is where we need to be to make connections, especially guys like me, you know, the guys like, uh, you know, players who've gone off to, to do great things, especially on the field. You know, why aren't we back in these meetings, like networking and just trying to get to know people? So um, I feel like there's some type of separation between the athletes and the, the higher ups, which there is, you know, so. I was trying to talk to somebody. I'm like, yo, like, how can we build a relationship with the people who actually, you know, who are above the head coach and and the players? And then I I got hit with all this uh, political uh, explanations and and this and that. But um, the fair was a good time. These uh, meetings were a good time. And um, I I had a good weekend. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I will say, lastly, before you move on, um, I'm 0-2 on in-person football games now. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like, should you go to the – I'm supposed to be going to the Kansas game next week, and she's like, uh, should you go? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, all day. All day I just walk around like, Wow. Wow. <laughs> After or today? Yeah. Yeah, it, it almost doesn't even feel like that game happened, huh? Like you're like, there's no way that was us. Feels like a very, very, very bad nightmare. Uh you said you guys had a meeting earlier today. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah, some of the offensive guys, you know, got together and I mean it was just like we just you know, just fellowshipping and chopping it up a little bit, you know, getting around each other. Um, but yeah, you know, just all of us kind of have, have the same feeling like, wow, like mm-hmm. not how we saw the season going at all, you know? And I, like I said, on the last part, you know, I, it's, it's very funny because, you know, we're at where we currently sit three and three, you know, people are deeming it as a rebuild year. And the whole time I told you, like, we don't think of it as a rebuild year and we have talent. We have plenty of talent to be, you know what I'm saying, categorizing it as, you know, a championship run. And uh, we're like, we're just like, man, like, like that, this is not where we expect it to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, we expect it to be 6-0 and fully right now, you know? So yeah. rebuild year makes it feel like the fans have given up in my opinion. And, you know, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? They can give up, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it is what it is with them. But the thing about it is the people inside that building have not given up and we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not going to give up. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, back down from nothing. I don't, you know, take a knee to nobody, you know what I'm saying? So 
as long as I'm out there on the field, you know what I'm saying? We ain't no quit in this team, and I'm going to make sure of that. You know, we're not, you know, throwing away the season. There's still plenty of season. We're only the halfway point in the mm-hmm. season. You know what I'm saying? There's still a long, you know, a lot of season to play. And, man, you know, I just want to, you know, enjoy the rest of my last season and, you know what I'm saying, make great memories and, you know, uh, just leave a last a lasting legacy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want my legacy to come back, you know, in some years and be, you know, categorized as the rebuild year or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want that for my legacy, you know? So we're going, you know, like I said, you know, to do stuff, you know, to get different results, you got to do stuff that you haven't done. So, you know, we're going to continue to just keep on doing stuff and, you know, just just keep on chipping away at getting better, man. And that's, you know, the most important thing is just to stay together and just get better. Yeah. It's crazy the perspective you have as you get older. I think, not I think, I know someone, I can't remember what coach said, what coach said this to me, but anyways, the saying is uh, freshmen want to suit up. Sophomores want to start. No, sophomores want to play. Juniors want to start and seniors just want to win. Yep. You know, and that doesn't apply for everyone, but the one that never fails is the seniors just want to win. And I know, I know that's all you want. That's all we want for you. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the season still. Um, Before we wrap things up, uh, I wrote this down this morning when I was ironing clothes, right? And um, just to give you the the background on it, um, I was ironing clothes. Uh, I was in a rush to go to church, and I hadn't flipped my pants inside out. And uh, the guy I'm staying with, he came over. He's like, boy, what you doing? Just flip the pants inside out. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'm in a rush, whatever, right? And for some reason, I I thought about this, and I thought about the game, right? I wrote down in my phone because I didn't want to forget the difference between a man and a boy is doing the little things right. And I got that just from him telling me to flip my pants, you know? And And then I started thinking, you know, just small things like cleaning up behind yourself. Uh, opening the the girl, opening the, the door for your wife or your girl as you get older, um, you know, just doing doing the small things and and just in life, you know, working hard, and then when you get something, keep doing those little things, you know, and from that, I thought the difference between good and great is making yourself personally responsible for ensuring those little things are done right on your own accord. You know, that is the difference between a man and a boy. And that is the difference between good and great. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's going to make the difference now. You know, when things aren't going your way, how great can you be? How can you ensure that the little things are still done right for you to progress, not only as a player, but as a person? Let that sink in for a little bit. I I tried to hit some motivational stuff there, so I don't know if that got to the people, but I had to see if that soaked (laughs) in. Yeah, holler at your boy. Hey, I'll have a sign-up link soon for motivational speaking. Um, uh, You guys see me. I I talk to kids all the time on social media, but that's neither here nor there. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have 
for this episode of the podcast. Braden, do you have anything left for the people? Uh, yeah, man. The only thing I have is just, you know, for all the people showing love and support, you know, I haven't really been on social media, uh, media, especially Twitter, you know, yeah. uh, the last couple of days. Dangerous you know, place so right now. Very, very, very dangerous place right now. It's like molten lava, <laughs> molten lava right now. But, um, you know, I haven't been on that for good reason. But, you know, for I have, I did get on there once and I saw a lot of, you know, um, support and, you know, shout outs and, you know, supportive DMs and, you know, for all the support out there, I, I really appreciate it. You know, it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you. Thank you, Center Nation. Braden, uh, last thing I'll say to you is next year, um, we want you to be on the team, but however, sometime in the future, I we got to go get a cotton bowl in together because uh, those corn dogs, mimosas, turkey legs, and fried Oreos were bomb. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, sir. But uh, Center Nation, that is all we got. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.